the whole audience has walked away with their own message. The audience has walked away knowing what it's like to reconnect with themselves. Welcome, I'm Peter Williams, and for the past 10 years, I've been connecting with thousands of people from the stage and online to help them discover the importance of spiritual and energetic practices so they can thrive with confidence, clarity, and purpose. It is time to awaken your connection, align with your soul, and achieve your own inner power right here on the Inner Power Podcast. Welcome back, my lovely listeners, to another episode of the Inner Power Podcast. It's an interesting time, and by the time this gets released, we are going to be well and truly into the month of February, which also means we are going to be well and truly into the energy of 2024. So we must be all feeling it, kind of going through it, and it's now like, the energy at the moment for me is kind of starting to scream at me. It's like now or never. And be interesting to know whether this is going to be the same for you or not. And it is change. The energy is getting me that way. And I love where I'm at. There is so much change for this year. I won't lie to you, though. It is messy. That's probably the best word to describe it. It's messy, but I'm feeling it. I'm leaning into it. I'm working with it the best that I can. I don't have it perfected. I don't have things super duper planned out. I'm literally really leaning in and feeling, you know, what's going on. Also with this, it's also important to go with those natural instincts, go with those little natural intuitive nudges, because I believe that's where it's really trying to lead us. Now, it's really interesting too. Now, this could be a very simple point to make here, but I'm literally sitting here. I decided to bring a small container of coffee to the office. Don't usually have it here because my staff doesn't really like coffee. So she doesn't like the smell, definitely doesn't like the taste. Some of you may have seen the video that I posted on socials late last year where I actually managed to get our lovely Sandra to taste coffee. And I did manage to confuse her because she couldn't tell which one the coffee was. I know that she'll debate that. She debates that valiantly. But at the same time, I know that she couldn't taste the difference because there's a lot of chocolate in the coffee. I made her a nice mocha. But what's really interesting, I'm, I'm literally sitting here recording this one with a little bit of different things. And I think this is the first time I've actually sat down to record with coffee in my hand. Weird, right? Those of anybody who's been following me for a long time, I'd have that. But just today, I saw this on the shelf and it was just something different. And it is literally coffee, just the instant coffee, with a natural hazelnut swirl. And guess what? The marketing worked. It lured me in. It had the coffee, had a nice little splash of green across the front of it. Green's my favorite color. So that kind of sucked me in a little bit. And I thought, but you know, why not give something new a go? And you just don't know. It's always a debate because do you stick with what you know, because you know it works or you know you like it, or do you give something new a go? My general belief is you've got to try something new. And even today, it was with the coffee. And I'm sitting here drinking it. I have to admit, 
it says a natural hazelnut swirl. It's very, for lack of a better term, nutty. I'm literally, I can smell like the hazelnut and there's a very strong hazelnut taste to it. Having a quick sip now. And it's it's different. It is different. I wouldn't say it's going to be my go-to, but it does add a natural flavor to a black coffee with none of the syrups and whatever else. So give it a go. But this is also another great little segue because for those who have been following me for a long time, I literally for this year decided that I'm going to change things up. And I wanted to change things up on a you know personal front, work front, and also how I'm connecting and talking to my audiences, especially from stage. So I really had a beautiful inspirational moment where it's like, no, this needs to change. We need to connect with the audience a little bit more. So previously I've been connecting with obviously people, but out of a two hour time frame, I would probably only really connect or get a chance to connect to around six to eight people. Now, six to eight people out of audiences of 200, 300 is not a lot. Now, a lot of people still get something out of those connections. They may get something out of those messages, which is great. But I really had this vision and this yearning to want to connect with more people. And so I came up with the program or like workshop on an online event, and it's called Can't Get You Out of Your Head. And it literally does come off that good old Kylie song, like, you know, I can't get you out of my head. Go and search it. It will get in your head. (laughs) You won't be able to get it out of your head. So, but it's there. And the whole point is, it's just talking about that. And what's really interesting is I wanted to give more people the connection. I wanted to give more people the experience. And this is where this change was drawn from. And this is where it kind of came from. And of course, it can be very tricky to just say, right, I'm going to give this a go and change it up because you don't know how it's necessarily going to land. You don't know whether your audience is going to like it. You don't know whether everybody's going to appreciate it. But at the same time, I knew inside myself that I needed to do it. My energy was saying, I need to do this. If I didn't do this and I kept doing the same thing, yes, I would be okay. But I know in my heart of hearts, the passion would not be there. I could keep doing it and it'd be okay. But I like to really feel the work that I'm doing. I really like to connect with the people and do my absolute best to be 100% invested with what I'm doing. And this is what created this change. So over the past couple of weeks, I've had the honor and privilege of rolling this one out. I have managed to do a few local events and it has been so well received, which I'm so thankful for. For the people who did attend, it was been nice because we've had relatively nice, smaller, intimate groups of people to work with. But my absolute favorite thing is that majority of the audience has walked away with their own experience. The whole audience has walked away with their own message. The audience has walked away knowing what it's like to reconnect with themselves. And when I've received wonderful feedbacks and comments on the socials from, I know there's a few attendees who have been coming to my events religiously, which I'm super thankful for, They've been coming along and for them to say, Pete, this was so you and 
that was amazing and that's the best yet, that meant the world to me. That is huge. And I'm so thankful and grateful. Now, even at the moment with the change, where I want it and with my vision, of course, it's not matching that yet. But of course, this is the beginning. This is the start of this. And this is where it's leading. And I love this and I love giving people this experience. And this is where also from doing this new stage show and this new kind of platform where the title of this podcast episode came from, The Energy Never Lies. All of a sudden, in the first event that I was holding and hosting, I was just like, I need a flip chart. That was never on my hit list to to do this. But I was like, I need something to write on. I need a flip chart. We quickly asked the venue. They had one. Great. We used it. And I just felt the need to write this. The energy never lies. And what that is really speaking about is, is we now have to start thinking of ourselves as more than a human being. We are still trying to work and live within the concept and the paradigm that we are just human beings and we are here just learning and being. Now, for a lot of us, that is still the case, but there is a massive shift. There is a massive, for me, what I call the awakening for a lot of people. And this is where it's really interesting because where it's all kind of stemmed from and the energy never lies is you know, I've been prompted, we've got to stop thinking of ourselves as just human beings. We now need to start thinking, viewing, and living as extrasensory beings. Now, let me explain. If if you're not 100% sure what I'm talking about here, that's fine. I'm going to quickly cover that. So, what I'm talking about in terms of extrasensory is purely that we are all energy. And because of the fact that we are all energy, then it comes to the fact of we need to connect more with this energy and we need to learn and understand and start to gain and have a mastery of this energy. The biggest problem is so many people don't even know where to begin with this, but I might be jumping a little bit ahead. If you've just jumped in here and you're like, okay, I'm hearing this, but I'm not understanding it all, let me even go right back to a very, very simple point. And this is what I do talk about when I do host these events. I always ask the audience, I'm going to ask you guys, you, the listeners, you're listening to this right now, have you ever had that experience where you know, you have a plan for the day? You know, you've got your timings or you've got to be somewhere by a certain time, whatever it may be. But then before doing that or before going there, you have had this knowing, this gut feeling of, no, we shouldn't do that or we shouldn't go today or maybe we need to leave early. There is something there within you that is telling you that your plans should change. And probably not just should, they need to. Now, the weirdest thing is is when these feelings or whether you want to call them gut feelings, these intuitive nudges, when these things come up, you're not even thinking about it. It's not even a thought. And this is where most people have trouble explaining it to, especially like if you've got a spouse or it's your family or friendship circle that you might be camping and you're kind of saying, oh, I don't really think we should do that today. And everybody's like, why not? You you know, of course you go, I just have a, a gut feeling about it. And most people go, okay, you're just overreacting. 
but there's a lot of times where this does guide us. And it's hard to explain because it's not a thought. It actually doesn't happen in our head. We don't think it. These are feelings. These are things that come through to us. And then obviously our brain interprets this and gives us the clues or the direction, the guidance that is required at the time. So have you ever had an experience like that? You know, and the easiest way to decide is, have you ever had that discussion where you wanted to change the plans or decision purely based on the fact of like, you don't know why, but you just know. If you've answered yes to that question, you now know (laughs) that you've had one of those nudges. And this is an energetic aspect. It's not, that's why I'm saying extrasensory. It's because you, in that moment, picked up on the extra energy, the extra sense, and you were able to pick up on it. You may not understand it, that's a different thing, but you were able to receive and pick up on it. And that means you were extrasensory. So it's a really kind of important that we need to really start looking at this. And I also had an interesting conversation with my wife because I told her about ESP and she had never heard of that. And she's Japanese, probably probably why, because it's not in their lingo. But ESP, you know, extrasensory perception. Now, ESP was huge during the Cold War, especially for the Russians. You can even look back on it and go, why do you think they did a lot of that? Even the Germans at the time of World War II, there was a bit of research and a drive to help understand or use people with ESP. But of course, ESP, we, you know, you can say psychic, whatever else, but this is not the case. We don't have to have that kind of level of information or extrasensory. I'm talking about the everyday person connecting and becoming extrasensory and just learning to do that. I love the fact because once you do, you start to really get into yourself and you all of a sudden start to really cut through any of the rhetoric that is going on up in your head. And this was a beautiful experience that I could offer these people during these events. There is two techniques that I teach specifically in this one little, you know, 90-minute session that helps people to reach that moment and to see so many people, regardless of their understanding, knowledge, or experience, majority of the people got there and had this experience. And the two things that are required for this is number one, and it's what I call the TPTs, thought pausing techniques. Hence the name of the show, Can't Get You Out of My Head, right, is because I hate to say it, that is where we lose ourselves and that is where mistakes are made. We try to, we believe ourselves to be very intelligent, which we kind of are, but at the same time, why do we keep making mistakes? If, if we're that intelligent, we keep making mistakes. But the other thing too is sometimes, and a lot of times, especially the clients I deal with, is we can make decisions based on thinking, based on external circumstances, whether it be environment, it could be other people, it could be money, it can be other things that are like out there that are influenced. Any of those factors that are influencing you, you are trying to factor them in and you are literally then processing them. And the only way to process that is in your head or in your brain. And you're trying to come up with the most logical and ideal outcome 
based on the information that you have. That is most people on this planet every day doing this. The one thing that you and most people are leaving out is what is your energy telling you about this situation or about this decision? This is that case of like, do you listen to it? And if you do, does it work out better? Or if you don't listen to it, does it work out worse? I know for a lot of people, when they don't listen to it, it ends up worse. Not always, but it's that thing. Where I'm coming from, though, is most people don't even factor it in. We are so busy trying to balance everything on a mental to-do list and almost a, you know, pros and cons list in our mind that, again, we're not factoring in what naturally feels good, right, or correct for us. It is when we get into this space, things start to happen and you really develop a trust with yourself and you really develop confidence because it cuts through all the noise. And so the first part of it is you have to work with your thought pausing techniques. They're a big one. There's a few of those, and I, I go through those when I'm talking and obviously teaching people with the TPTs, but they're really kind of powerful. They're so simple, and it literally only takes 30 seconds. That's how quick and powerful they are. There is nothing magic about it. When I do teach the TPTs, the thought pausing techniques, there's nothing new, magical, out of the world. It is so simple. It just encompasses ourselves, and it's just so quick and easy. So people can realize, wow, I didn't realize that was the first time in a long time I believe my brain has been silent. For me to get my clients and my audience to that point, and I love it when I can get a group of 50 or 60 people to that point in the space of five minutes, that shows me there's real power in that. And it is just seeing people to do it. I know for the last ones, like, you know, someone said to me, I think that's the first time in such a long time that I relaxed. And I'm like, I love that. You've relaxed. I said, but isn't it even more bizarre? You relaxed in amongst a group of people. They're like, they're like, I know. And I I have high anxiety. And it's just like, oh wow. Like I said, well, that's nice that it's worked for you like that. It's not necessarily designed for like, you know, high anxiety or anything like this. It's just simple thought pausing techniques that help just to stop getting out of your head. Like getting, let, that, let that thought and your little inner voice control you so much. So that's where it kind of comes in. But here's where it helps. Once you start getting in and working with TPTs, those thought processing techniques on a more regular basis, you get out of your head right? That's a huge one. You get out of your head. Those thoughts, those overbearing thoughts, those repetitive thoughts start to take a back seat because you have no choice. That's how powerful it is. You have, they have no choice. You can't, when you really do these techniques correctly, you'll find like, wow, like I wasn't thinking anything. I'm like, that's the point. (laughs) It's so, so, you know, simple, but powerful. Then from there, the reason why we do this is because we're not trying to shut it off completely. The key here is then we are going to connect in. And what we're going to do, what the whole point here is, is we're connecting more with your energy. When you start to pause your thoughts, when you can put those thoughts to the back burner, you then become aware. Your conscious awareness really heightens. 
But sometimes this too can be a little bit hard for people to understand. Like, well, what are we talking about conscious awareness? In this specific scenario where I'm taking people with this is we're talking about raising or increasing your emotional and energetic sensitivity, right? It's your EES for short. That's what I've dubbed it because it's about coming back into the bigger, deeper part of yourself. I call it the whole overall body because we are a whole body. Some people might refer to, I come back into my heart. Whatever suits you, you can call it. But the whole point is, it doesn't matter where we're kind of connecting in with, the whole point is we're allowing our mind to take a back seat and then we're allowing our emotional and energetic bodies to have their voice. Yes, people, your emotions have a voice. Your energy has a voice. They are so closely interconnected and they are also so closely interconnected that they interact and run off and bounce off your nervous system and your body. So that's why a lot of that stuff happens, right? Hence, why do you think we might, when we feel something, we, our body starts going into a different kind of state. You know, for example, if you're scared of something, you get a little bit apprehensive. If, you know, you're a little bit more joyful and happy, you get relaxed and your, your shoulders drop and whatever else. So that's connecting to our nervous system. But the whole point is, is by getting into that, our EES, our emotional energetic sensitivity increases. And the more you increase this, the more you start to cut through a lot of stuff. The trust factor for your own decision-making goes through the roof. It is massive. You start to go and you learn like the confidence that also starts to come from this because you start to really work with what's going on inside of you and you will automatically know what is going to be right or wrong for you when it comes to decision-making. You know, I kind of alluded a little bit to this about becoming aware of that sensitivity back in episode 29 with finding your path. I was alluding to that around like some basic steps there to get you started. So you can have a look at that nice, quick, simple explanation. It's one of the simple exercises to get into that and become aware of your emotional, energetic bodies and the sensitivity that you have. Simple process there. And we can extend on that. And that's where it kind of goes. But for a lot of people, I know that they will even struggle to get in and be aware of those extra bodies within themselves. That's why it's really important you work through and you have a go at, you know, finding your thought pausing technique, then allowing that energetic sensitivity to come through for you because it will start to talk to you. Now, of course, it might seem a little bit like, oh, okay, I'm not sure where it's going. But the whole point is I just wanted to make you aware that how often, this is more the question, this is where I'm pretty much going to leave you for this episode. I'm just making you aware that you can. I'm making you aware that there is more going on. I'm also wanting to make you aware that you have more energy that can come to the party and really give you a voice of reason and truth when your head cannot come up with a decision or a clear-cut basis. It is already been made in a different way and you just need to tap into that. So the whole thing is, this is where you ask yourself, how much are you listening to your emotional and energetic bodies? How sensitive are you with your emotional and energetic bodies? 
Give yourself a score of one to 10, one being low, 10 being high, and be honest with yourself because you'll know, you'll feel it, right? That's the beauty about it. So the whole thing is you can give you a say, and if you know you're not, if you know that you are low on that scale, then you've got some work to do, but it doesn't take much to increase it. This is not a hard yard thing. This is something so simple and so easy that you can, you know, work at and, you know, start building towards so you can listen to yourself. And as I say to a lot of my clients, you start to gain and understand what your north point on your compass really does look like. And you also get to see where it's trying to point you. So the whole thing is, are you listening to that? Are you aware of that? Because it never lies. The energy never lies. Whatever you're truly feeling, it will come across in your energy. That energy gets exerted out by the body. People will be able to interpret, hence 70% of language is body language, right? It's nonverbal. The energy never lies. So the more you get into that, the quicker you're going. That's where I'm going to leave you. I want it, you hope that makes sense to you. I really do hope that helps you. But just remember, it's just about letting that voice take a back seat, increasing that awareness. And of course, I'm going to be, the great thing is I'm taking this and I'm taking these techniques and I'm helping people and what I've done with a live audience, I'm now bringing online. So if you're interested and you want to kind of say, right, Pete, I'm keen for this. I need to kind of get into this. Feel free to shoot us an email or a DM on our socials because this is where it's going to be. And I'm going to be taking, can't get you out of your head online. We're going to have online events. So that way I can help people, maybe you, if you're there, also with these techniques and have this experience that have been so privileged and grateful to give others. And I would like to share that with you. So if this sounds like something for you, if this is something that I give you a go, have a look, check out our website. The online events are coming and they're going to be uplisted soon. And I really look forward to connecting with you there. And hopefully you can have these experiences and you can start to use these extra senses within your body to really start to tap into that inner power and start living the life that you want. Thanks for joining. And I'll catch you in the next episode.